chapter 1 verses 5 to chapter 2 verse 1 and 2 first John chapter 1 verses 5 to chapter 2 verse 1 and 2 Father, we are grateful to you this morning for your word. We pray that you will speak and deposit your word within each and every one of us. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in Jesus' name. And this and this day, Father, we declare, hallelujah, liberty and joy in the house of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Today's message is titled, The Great Eraser. The Great Eraser. Amen. The Great Eraser. This message is going to be a sequel to the message that we had given in, uh, in the month of November and December. Anybody remember the title? The Great Collector. We had talked about The Great Collector and... Uh, uh, this is titled The Great Eraser, and uh, I'm not talking about the eraser as in the eraser that you see on the, on the top of the pencil, even though that's what our brothers have done. I did not create that, but I think they did not understand the theme of what I was saying. Praise the Lord. Okay, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So it's going to take at least two or three weeks, and there are multiple verses that we read. So I pray that we sit uh, with careful attention as the word unveils before us. The great eraser, praise the Lord. Amen. Well, since the eraser is up, we know from being a child, we were people who used one kind of eraser or the other. And we know, why do we use erasers? Why do we use them? Huh? When you make a mistake, you want the aid of the eraser 
to do what? Huh? Praise God. To rub it off. Okay? In other words, you employ the eraser to make your mistake what? Poof! Disappear. Well, times have gone on and we, have, we live in a very advanced world, in a very high-tech world. And we know we use computers now and we have files after files after files and what do we do? We delete those files. And even after we delete those files, we know that it could be sitting around in the recycle bin. You empty your recycle bin, experts can go and still reinstall or find your deleted files. Unless and until you are able to use a software which is able to completely erase that file out of your system in such a way that what you were trying to hide, what you were trying to cover up becomes irretrievable. Praise God. Now, unless you have one of those sophisticated software, anything that you think that was deleted, the experts can go and retrieve it. All right. Praise God. I guess you got where I am going to. Praise God. Now, in life, we all make mistakes. There are spills, there are stains, where we, we, we do things which are wrong. Some are big boo-boos that we do. Some are trivial. The big ones, we always try to do what? What do we try to do? Huh? Do we exhibit them? No. What do we do? We try to get them off. Praise God. So, Let's move on. As we look into the scripture. Okay. As we look into the scripture. We want to move on with the scripture. We all have made mess in our lives. Have you made a mess like this? Yes. We all have made a mess like this. You know. This is what? Is this intentional? What is this? Is this intentional? This is an accident. This is a slip. This is an accident. We all make mess in our lives. Some are, most of them are, what? Accidents that happen. But what is this? What is this? I know it's a saw, it's a, it's a swine, it's a pig, and I know. That's right. Okay? This is a swine that's having a good time, it's feeling at home. No, what is the difference between this and this? The first one is an accident. It can happen to anyone. The other one is an embedded nature which is an unclean nature which seeks to go and continue to indulge in a lifestyle that is 
dubbed as unclean, unfit. Praise God. We are the children of God who once had a nature of flesh. But we are people who are born of God. We are born of God, meaning the word of God, which is the incorruptible seed of God and the Holy Spirit has been embedded within us and we've been born of God and we have a divine nature within us. He who is born of God has a, has a divine nature within him which forbids him from a lifestyle which enjoys, in other words, would not love to be in this state. Now, if you were to take this animal, which the Bible calls an unclean animal, how many of you guys eat this? How many of you guys eat this? Ham? Bacon? No? I eat it. I do. I started eating it back home. And every time I would eat, somebody would say, it's unclean. And I will always remember the Peter's vision. Is that overstretching? I don't know, but when I did not know anything, that's what would come to my mind. The Lord said, rise, strike, and eat. Well, you know, this animal, even if you were to give him a bubble bath, how many of you guys had a bubble bath? After a bubble bath, you come out what? Clean, fresh, and you smell? God, you do this to this guy? After the bath, what this guy is going to do? Go back right in because he feels at home here. So spills and mistakes happens in everyone's life one way or the other. Some are trivial, some are serious. But when it does happen, we are always looking for a remedy. Have you ever used a Sharpie before? Or you had a kid in your house that went around across, this, across your room and used this? Well, here's a remedy. If you did use it, this is what you need to do. But what am I trying to say this morning is, in our life, we also make mistakes in our lives. There are errors in our lives, errors in the choices that we have made, even after we have become children of God. How many of you guys have remained perfect after you became a child of God? Nobody? Well, when that happens, what do we do? Well, number one, to start with, when there is sin in life, 
what do we do what can erase the stain of sin in our lives well we all know we were once as paul said dead in trespasses and in sin but god who is rich in mercy praise god he because of his great love towards us he has raised us up he has quickened us up and he has placed us in heavenly places with christ jesus he has deposited his spirit within us he has put the seal of god's ownership upon our lives and today you and i are being led by the spirit of god praise god that doesn't mean that you and i will have challenges in our lives day after day you and i have to mortify the deeds of our flesh and allow the spirit man in us the new nature the divine nature in us to rule and reign in our lives by bringing suppressing overcoming every forces that tend to allure us from the walk that god calls us praise god well what is sin what is sin what is sin missing the mark very good missing the mark could we don't have a mark in the church huh. what else sin is lawlessness sin is transgression yes all unrighteousness is sin disobedience is sin well the list goes on and on and on praise god yes praise god sin has its own consequences praise god when we commit sin in our lives it has consequences praise god well what about sins that are forgiven hello when you are born again you start you get a fresh clean start but what about the fall the faltering all that happens in our lives when we come to the lord do you think the lord will forgive us yes or no evil praise god but before we move any further i want to tell you one thing then we'll move on okay God will forgive every sin that we will oh, Hello Do we have to confess? We'll come to that. Praise God. Now, before that I want to let you know there is something called the sad consequences of forgiven sin. Did you get that? sad consequences of forgiven sin sin when we confess to the lord regardless of what it is the lord will forgive us but there is something called the sad consequences of forgiven sin david give me the sad consequences of forgiven sin did god forgive him what was a what was the judgment that came praise the lord it's true but what was the mercy that was shown praise god 
he lost one. And have you ever read that verse? And the Lord loved. Have you ever read that verse? I always wondered. And Solomon was given, he was unlike anyone else. Praise God. We don't want to only dwell on the judgment part that is the other side. Praise God. God is just and judgment does come. But in his mercy, praise God, he remembers us when we cry out to him. Abraham, sad consequence of forgiven sin. Huh? Right. Ishmael. Ishmael. Okay. Well, come to the New Testament. Give me somebody from the New Testament. Anybody? Come on. Peter. What about Peter? What about Peter? Yeah. So, what was the sad consequence? He denied three times. He was forgiven or what? Yeah, he was forgiven. He's reinstated. But then what? What was the sad consequences of the forgiven sin? Nothing. Huh? Oh, that's not because of this. That was a call, man. He was, he was chosen for that. Praise God. He did not die the martyr's death because of his error in life. No. Praise God. But it affected his testimony. And he went through a, a downward spiral in his relationship. And what he went through, when we look at it, we realize that even though the Lord forgave him, praise God, there was a sad consequences for the forgiven sin. Now, why is that? That's simply because in nature, God has ordained that whatsoever he shall sow, so shall he. What you sow in the body, you reap in the. So when we sow, we sow what? Carefully. And we sow what? Because what the return is always what? Several fold. So if you sow good, we get a bumper harvest of good. If we fail to do that, well, we get a little. Praise God. What you sow is what you reap. Praise God. So now moving forward, we all make mistakes in our lives. But the Bible tells us what is it that we need to do as God's children. What is expected of us? Praise God. And why do you think that the Bible highlights the mistakes and the sins of the great men of God? Why do you think the Lord highlights them? Hmm? Because he gets a kick out of it? Why do you think it's highlighted? Why didn't the Lord... You think you and I would have read about David and Bathsheba, the man after God's own heart, if God would have decided not to just skip those pages? Why do you think it's recorded? 
It shows God's character. What else, guys? It, it stays there as what? As an example, as a warning to everybody. Praise God. God in his wisdom allows that so that you and I can learn from it. Learn of it. Praise God. That there are repercussions and consequences of even sins that are forgiven. Praise God. All right. Let's move on. Praise God. What is the remedy for the sin? What is the remedy? What is the remedy? The blood of Jesus. Praise God. This is what the New Testament calls. And I'm going to read some of them. The blood of Jesus is the innocent blood. It's the precious blood. It's the cleansing blood. It's the washing blood. It is the purchasing blood. It is the redeeming blood. It's the justifying blood. It's the peacemaking blood. It's the sanctifying blood. It is the blood of each everlasting covenant. And John says, this is what he says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with Christ, we have fellowship with him and with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanse us from some of our sins. Praise God. Amen. We all were paying attention. That's good. Praise God. Amen. Isn't that, isn't that comforting to know Praise God that the blood of Jesus can cleanse us from all. A-L-L. God is big on A-L-L. All our sins, regardless of what it is, the blood has the power. No matter how deep it is, no matter what it has done in your life, no matter how red of crimson it is, the blood can wash you and make you white as snow. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. But the problem is, normally this is the nature of man that we ignore sin or we make light of it. We make light of it. God makes such a big thing out of sin. How, how big does God make out of sin? Tell me. How big? You think God makes a big thing out of sin? Does he make a big thing out of sin? Yes, he does. How big? How big? That's big. Yes. Praise God. The soul that sinned shall. That's what God said. But, praise God. Listen, man makes it so light. Man calls it weakness. Man calls it as a name for, for, for every sin that, 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 would, that would make it lighter. But God makes so big out of sin. And so much so that he gave his 
only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him would not perish. His son, the blood of Jesus was shed on the cross of Calvary. Praise God. The provision has been made regardless of what we have done in life to be cleansed. Praise God. And for that, the cleansing agent was not any detergent that the world had, but the blood of his own precious son. The blood of Jesus has the power to cleanse us clean. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. But we try to ignore it. And if we don't try to ignore it, the next thing that we try to do is what do we do? Cover it up. Justice says cover it up. Praise God. That's right. That's the human nature. We try to cover it up. Praise God. We don't want anybody to know and so we cover it up. We can cover it up from everybody except, except When we realize that we cannot really cover it up from the one that it really matters, then maybe we will have the sense to come out and do what? What do we do? What do we do? Praise God. Hallelujah. Look what the word says. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. So do we have to confess? Yes or no? Yes. Praise God. And what is confession? What is confession? Confess means to say the same thing about. Not just to admit it. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry I did it. To say the same thing about it. In other words, look at it square and call it what God calls. Praise God. If God calls it lust, it's lust. If God calls it, it's jealousy, it's jealousy. If God calls it envy, it's envy. If God calls it bitterness, it's bitterness. If God calls whatever God calls it, you call it by name, you confess it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Confession simply means that you are honest to God and to yourself. And if others are involved, they should be confessed to. Honest to God. Lord, it did happen, and this is what happened. Honest to yourself. Praise God. And the Bible guarantees, it says, praise God. When we confess our sins, God promises to forgive our sins. What's the promise? He's just and faithful to forgive us of all our sins. Sins. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Is that good news? Amen. Amen. So we don't want to ignore it. We don't want to cover it up. We want to do what? Confess it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is that it? Well, this is what John says in 2 1, 1 John 2 1. 
My children, I write this to you. Little children, I write this to you so that you may not. So what is it that God expects from us? What is it that he's expecting of us? Between confession and not sin, what do you think? What is the priority here? Huh? My children, I write this to you so that you may not. You who has been born of God. You have, who have the, the incorruptible seed in you. You who have the spirit of God in you. What is expected of you and me is that we do not sin. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we get an amen for that? I didn't say that. I'm just reading what the scripture says. Praise God. But John knew that it's easier said than done. Praise God. The Bible says everything pertaining to life and godliness and divine power has already given it to us. So the provisions have been made. Yet when we live in this world, there are times that we will stumble. We should not as God's word says, but we would or we might. And if it did so, the Bible says what? What does the Bible say? Oh, come on, read 2.1. It's written there. You should be saying that. Mm. Yes. I am writing this to you so that you may not sin. Praise God. Okay, that's clause B. But clause A. How is it possible that we can live without sinning? Is it possible? Church, is it possible? Yes or no? Yes. John says how it's done. He says what? This is what he says. Huh? The secret to the victory over sin is that you walk in the light. Praise God. Walk in the light as he, he is in the light. Who's the light? Jesus. Praise God. What does it mean to walk in the light? To walk in the light is to walk with Jesus. To walk in the light is to walk in truth. To walk in the light is to walk in honesty. To walk in the light is to walk in love. To walk in the light is to walk like Jesus walked. To walk in the light is to be obedient to him. To walk in the light is to obey him and to abide by his word. And then when you walk in the light as he is in the light... Praise God. There is a constant, continuous availability. Praise God. We are being cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What happens when we fail to walk in the light? Failure to walk in the light hampers our relationship with him first. Praise God. Failure to walk in the light hampers our relationship, hampers our fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. We've been called to walk in the light as he is in the light. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then we have fellowship with, with him and with one another. The fellowship that God promotes is number one. It's founded on a fellowship with God, his father and the son. Praise God. I have fellowship with you. You have fellowship with me because we have number one fellowship with him. Praise God. The reason that we have fellowship with one another is because one, we have fellowship with him. Without having fellowship with Jesus Christ, we cannot have fellowship with one another. You cannot call that fellowship, that is a club and a clique. But in order for us to have fellowship with each other, we need to have fellowship with him first. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. What does the Lord do for us? We all are saved. We know that the Lord can save us from our sins. The Lord has already saved us. Praise God. Let me ask you, but isn't there things in our lives that we need to get deliverance from? Praise God. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves, Lord, I know that I am saved, but is there things in my life that is still clinging on to me, that has become a stronghold in my life, that dominates in my life, unless it's obliterated, I cannot expect, I cannot experience and enjoy that freedom and liberty that you have to, you have to offer. Praise God. The Lord came us to set us free. The Lord came us to transform us completely. Because the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he say, new. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. New what? New association. New ambitions. New aspirations. New appetites. New, 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 everything new. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can the Lord change us completely? Can we come to a place where we are no longer stingy, no longer suspicious, no longer jealous, no longer cruel, no longer moody, no longer bitter, no longer envious? If salvation means anything, it needs to start where sin begins, not where it ends. Praise God. Jesus came to set us free, to give us total freedom, and to change us inside out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He came to change people, not to just clear our record book. Praise God. He came to erase, erase the criminal's records. Praise God. But even more, he came to clear the criminal's repeatability. Praise God. 
Don't we fall for the same thing over and over and over again? Praise God. He not only came to clear the criminal out of the judge, out of the courts, but he came to clear, keep him clear out of the system. Praise God. Let me ask you, are you stuck in any wises of the enemy? I want to tell you this morning, Jesus came to set you free completely. Praise God. This is what Jesus told Simon. Thou art Simon and thou shalt be Cephas, a stone. By that statement, Jesus showed himself to be one who is able to change us completely. Simon the wobbler became Cephas the rock-like stone. God can change us completely inside out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The wonderful thing about Jesus is he sees us not as the world sees us. When the world sees us, praise God, they see our weaknesses, they see our failures, they highlight our failures. But when he sees us, he sees the finished product. He sees what he's able to bring out of you and me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Let me ask you, is there anybody in the house that's struggling with sin? Struggling with the wisest of the enemy? I want to assure you this morning that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? Or do you tend to get some kind of pleasure from where you fall again and again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, regardless of what it is, if you ask Him to forgive, He will. If you ask Him to forgive, if you ask, confess, He's able to forgive you and me. Praise God. Micah 7.14 says, Hallelujah. He puts our transgression, He blots our transgressions out and puts them in the depth of the sea. Praise God. Let me ask you, are you being haunted by the sins that has come about in our lives? If you truly ask the Lord to forgive you, praise God. There is no room for guilt, no room, praise God, for the enemy to come and torment you and remind you over and over and over again. Praise God. God puts it into the depth of the ocean. And as Moody says, he puts a sign over it that says, no fishing. Praise God. In here, do you play the 
that failure over and over and over again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you trust God's word? That if you confess your sin, He's just and faithful to forgive all your unrighteousness. Can you trust that? Can you hold that promise? And can you tell this, tell the enemy who reminds you, no. In the Philippines, a godly priest was constantly being tormented by the failure of his life. A sin that he had committed when he was in the seminary. Even though he had confessed the sin, he would constantly be reminded again and again, which would weigh him down. In his parish, he had a godly woman, an elderly woman, who claimed that in visions the Lord Jesus will come and speak to her. One day, this priest who was skeptic about her experience went up to her and said, Next time the Lord Jesus visits you, ask the Lord, What is the sin that the priest committed in the seminary? The woman said, okay. A few weeks later, when he saw the woman, he asked her, did you have another visitation? She said, yes. Did you ask what I asked? She said, I did. Now he was very curious. He said, what did the Lord say? The Lord said, I have decided to forget it. Do you think what he has forgiven, he will keep bringing it up? This morning, if you're being tormented by thoughts of failure and defeat and sins, and if you're confessed it to the Lord, there is no room for the enemy to bring it again. Praise God. Can you put the last slide, please? Thank you, Jesus. This is what the psalmist says. The psalmist says in Psalm 103, verse 12, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. How far? As far as the east is from the west. Praise God. Can you bank on God's promise? Thank you, Jesus. All eyes closed. I want you on your feet. Jesus can erase, can blot, can forgive and forget any and every sin that is confessed to him. 
He desires that us as children that we walk in the light as he is in the light. He desires that we do not sin. But if we do, we have an advocate with the Father, the Lord Jesus, who speaks on our behalf. There is someone who speaks on your behalf, standing at the right hand of God. You don't have to live a defeated life. You don't have to live a life that is weighed down. Trust in Him. He has called you to be a conqueror, a victor in every realms of your life. Praise God. If we confess, He's just and faithful. Is there anything that you need to confess to the Lord? I'm not asking you to raise your hands. I'm not asking you to come up. But I want you to enter into the throne room of God. Enter into the throne of grace through the blood of Jesus. Through Christ, enter boldly. Come to Him. Tell Him whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're struggling with this morning, whatever that is bringing you down day in, day out, you are not called to live like that. You're called to live a victorious life. And God is able. song the blood shall not lose its power the blood of Jesus is available he will cleanse you and you can walk out of this place with the assurance cleansed completely praise God Jesus speak to him speak to him if we say that we do not sin, we, L-I-E, is there anything that you need to bring to the altar? It's between you and Him. Finish it off. Walk out of this place free. Praise God. Hallelujah.
it reaches deep down into your soul it reaches deep down into your soul to cleanse you does not lose its power. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, if there is anybody in the house that is struggling with the vices of the enemy, regardless of what realm it is in, Father, I pray that you would cleanse them. Break that stronghold in the name of Jesus. Cleanse them, Father. And may they walk out of this place free, free indeed. What you have forgiven, the enemy cannot bring it up. When you cleanse us, you do a deep cleansing. You can turn the crimson red into a snow as white as snow. Thank you for the transformation that you are able to bring about in our lives. And I pray, O oh God, that every young man, young lady, every brother and every sister in the house will experience freedom, freedom and liberty in every realms of their lives. Thank you for the assurance that you have given that through Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, we can be cleansed. Thank you, Father. Lord, as we continue here, we pray that your grace may abound. May your name be glorified. We pray, O oh God, that we will live up to the calling that you are placed upon our lives, that we will be in the light, that we will walk in the light as you are in the light, Father. Thank you. Thank you for hearing our prayer. 